What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Jim and Super Dave. Good morning. Yeah, morning, Jam. Morning, everybody. And Merry Christmas also. Merry Christmas. Brother Dave is out of the office today. We were supposed to have Jack Domenico on the podcast, but we are so busy today. We are screaming and uh, Jack went trucking, but he'll probably come on next week if everything goes according to plan. Right. Looking forward to having Jack in here. And yeah, thanks, Jack, for, for driving today. I know it was last minute kind of change, but we're definitely trying to get everything in before the the deep freeze tomorrow, the one that's going to yep. shut the whole entire country <laughs> down, the elephant yeah. in the room. Yeah, there's nothing else going on at this time except for the cold and the storm. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we had a last-minute change around here. (laughs) Right? That was a shocker. You know, because none of the, you know, fuel guys probably have to work tomorrow and people out be doing things and, you know, still trying to deliver groceries for the holidays. And going to be a lot of people out on the road trying to work, you know, people that work still work, drivers, you know, taking care of us all. I saw something on the Internet yesterday, and I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't fact-check it, but Montana – is expecting negative 50. Yeah, so, that's I, I seen that yeah. too, Jam, and that just, to me, anything past zero or below zero, <laughs> it's, just, it's cold. just cold. You know, I can't even I imagine know. that. Yeah, I I, Minus 50 might be colder than minus 14. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the Weather Channel this morning. You know, my sister's flying in from Connecticut tomorrow for the holidays, and so on my Weather Channel, I have... Dawson City, Canada, and Yellowknife, Canada, from Ice Road Trucking. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dawson City is where they do all the mining for the Gold Rush show. Right now, in Dawson City, it's minus 54. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I was like, ooh, dang. And they're shut down, right, Dave? There are people are dying all over the place up there. And, <laughs> I mean, it's it's the end of the world at that temperature, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. They know how to function when it's that cold. Right? It's they get just, by. Uh, they learn how. Every winter, it's, yeah. it's the way it works. You know, if you're prepared for whatever your conditions are, it's it's okay. Ex- exactly, you know. Jam. I guess I'm just joking because just I was at the – the county getting some license plates and stuff for the trucks and uh, both the the people in the counter were talking that that morning so yesterday morning the schools all closed for to for tomorrow two days in advance they're just shut down and I just had to joke with her. It sounds like, you know, I used to walk to school both ways uphill in the snow, but... <laughs> Barefoot. Barefoot. Backwards. Bare, bare, yeah. Backwards. We just uh, didn't have any snow days when I grew up. The, right. the school did not shut down. It wasn't... You know, and maybe we're more people here. I, I don't know. I, I just... Where, where's the where's the sense of we're capable of anything? Everything's right. softer. It's, it's funny, too, because Bella's on two weeks of vacation, so she's off anyway. Oh, Christmas break. Yeah. 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 I think it's all this liability thing, Jim, just like we face in the trucking industry that, you know, some kid is going to sit out at the bus stop and then maybe the bus is going to be late because it might not start. And then the parents are going to be like, my kid got frostbite because they sat outside and it was five below zero or whatever. And and totally, totally get what you're saying, Dave. But, you know, did the parents make sure the kid had gloves? You know, I'm just (laughs) taking I'm just taking it that step farther because I know here, at you know, at JFW, we started talking about it last week. We really worked on a plan Monday. You know, this is what we think we're going to do. We're changing stuff up for today, for tomorrow. And, right. you know, so everybody that listens to it today, more than likely will be 
close tomorrow as far as the trucks running because it is it's just too cold tailgates brakes yeah it's you know it's gonna yeah. be a pain nobody's pouring concrete and that's our bread and butter so. yeah yeah yep and we're trying to get stuff out of the way today hopefully we'll run friday and you know everybody listening to stuff it's you know uh it is the christmas weekend we're all off monday gonna have a three-day uh, weekend to celebrate with our families and stuff so yeah. it's it's good stuff we yep. just need to get through tomorrow Yep, and then we'll get through the new year, and then rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> right, twenty twenty three. Start ramping up slowly again. Yeah, so I'm excited for it to be over. I always am. Like, let's just get to it, you know. So, as a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast today is not the opinion of JFW. It's just Jim Dave's and my opinion. It is. Yep. Yeah. So, and we're not opinionated at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we hardly uh, edit anything anymore, do we, Jay? We don't. We're pretty, we're yeah, pretty... I mean, I pretty much throw the music in. I mean, unless there's something really bad, then I take that out. Or if somebody has an objection to what they said or somebody else said. But yeah, right. it's pretty much been unedited for, man, I can't remember the last time I sat through and listened to every single word. Because I used to do that. I used to listen to the whole podcast and edit the whole thing and take out little spaces and yeah now we just let it we let it fly yeah you had you had four hours in it no matter what easily jim you know re-listening yeah if it was a two-hour podcast i'd be up here for about five hours yep yeah all the rest of the day practically yeah yeah but i think we all learned you know who cares to be (laughs) who cares or or to be a little more political but i i think it's kind of a transparency we've tried to develop too on what we talk about right you know yeah i think we've gotten better at it too oh yeah yeah Yeah. definitely definitely yeah and i you know i mean my dad jokes have gotten better Well, <laughs> sorry, Jeff, didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I like being interrupted. That's what the podcast is for. It's basically a conversation, just like if we were, you know, in the shop talking about the day. You know? Right. So I right. think that's why some people like it. Uh, episode 59 did pretty well, 467 downloads. What's so interesting is last night I looked and uh, Mike Abel's podcast was at 464. And last week's was at 464. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, well, last week's was Mike Gables, and that was at 464. And then Ray Ray, the week before, was also at 464. Wow. This morning I come in, and they're both at 467. (laughs) So they're neck and neck. But Ray's been on one more week than Mike. Than Mike was. We'll see where we end up. I'm still amazed at those numbers, though, Jam. I just, I'm so, I'm so happy that. Hopefully, we're getting a message out. Yeah. By the way, I think it was episode 52 was uh, Lauren Nahara's podcast. She's at 694. So if you're listening and you haven't listened to episode 52, listen. If we could get six people to listen, that would be 700, and I, I would love to see that. That would right. be cool. Right. That was, yeah. a, that was a fun podcast. That was, yeah. that was good stuff. We have 22,121 total downloads, and we have 155 followers. That's really the number that I've become most interested in as a followers. Followers? Yeah, because those are the people that they get alerted every time we have a podcast. So, you know, we should at least have 155 every week downloads if we have 155 followers, right? But we almost double, or we do double that every week. Easily, yeah. Yeah. Well, not not always easily, but we do double it. Mm -hmm. So. Well, it's time for the Dad Joke Challenge. Who's feeling confident? Super Dave, you just gave me a look. You feel confident? I do. All right. 
Hit it. I think the Pledge of Allegiance, Jim. Did we? Right. Did we? Oh, we were supposed to do that before the disclaimer. Good thing you were here, Jim. No, that's what Super Dave was. I think oh, that's that, what <laughs> Good thing you were here, Super Dave. Why am I well, here? We were moving along pretty fast there. <laughs> what am I doing here, Good, good conversation. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. forgot. I, well, we didn't forget. I forgot you remembered. So I pledge, pledge allegiance, allegiance to, to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, man. I feel better already. That was great. It's good. Yeah. All right, Soup. Since you're running the show here. <laughs> All right. Well, this this is a, a Christmas dad joke. And uh, it was forwarded to me just this morning by Jimmy V. And I like it. It's perfect for the Christmas podcast. So um, I heard um, that Santa Claus never pays for parking. Did you know that? I did not know. Oh. That. Wow. Yes, sir, because it's always on the house. <laughs> Boom. I like it. I'll tell that one to my daughter later. I can't tell her mine. <laughs> you said it might be a little that's nah, not really a little dirty, yeah. dirty today, right? Well, yeah. Depends. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> well, I bought a I brought a uh several Santa Claus jokes, so um I'm gonna I'm gonna did I steal that one on you? No, I was <laughs> so another one like that, Super Dave. I mean, I'll just read a couple here because they were kind of good here. So, how much did Santa's sleigh cost? Hmm. Nothing. It was on the house. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, what's Santa's favorite type of music? Jingle bells. Rap. Rap. Music. Rap. There you go. Rap. Good job, Jam. You're killing it, right? <laughs> so, how about this one? How does Santa take pictures? Don't know that one. With his Polaroid. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, and uh, let me see if there's, if there's, oh, here's one more. Uh, what do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? Atheist. <laughs> a rebel without a clause. Oh, uh, <laughs> an atheist. Santa Claus isn't God. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, I stuck with my gun puns. What do you get when you fill a squirt gun with pee? <laughs> a squirt gun with pee. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> A pistol. <laughs> a pistol. Man. So, so dirty if you get squirted with the pistol. <laughs> really, you should have gotten that one, Jim. A pistol. You should always get them all. I mean, they're just, you would think they're obvious, but they're not. So, moving on to JFW business. New employees. We got two new drivers started this week Luis Rosales and Addison Mugaruku. So, welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome, Luis. Yes, Madison. welcome to the JFW family. Glad to have you. Celebrations. No anniversaries this week, but we got plenty of birthdays. We got Jesus Varela and Marty Rios celebrated a birthday on uh, December 19th. Bree Baldridge, her birthday was yesterday. And Gene Freeman has a birthday coming up tomorrow. So happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, happy birthday, everybody. And I know, you know, Bree's and, and Jean's and... And uh, Jesus is they're they're all important, I, but I just special shout out to Marty, but yeah, seventy five years yeah. old, yeah, yeah, you know, good, good stuff. Thank you for everything, Marty. You're you're the man, buddy. Has he aged? I mean, he looks the same to me as he did in two thousand fourteen. 
<laughs> I I agree, Jan. When he I, just the same way he walked in, you know, because he's at almost fourteen years coming up in. June. I think he's fourteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, yes, yes, you're right, Jan. Yeah. He hasn't he, aged. He just I don't know. I've known Marty for so long. He just is Marty. Yeah. I, I mean, he doesn't change his attitude, his voice. I yeah. Mean, he is as steady as a rock. Yeah, uh, they were they were joking this morning. I don't know if you guys had your radios on earlier this morning, but um, got to talking about Marty's glass eye, which he doesn't have a glass eye. <laughs> no, but they were talking about having to soak it in antifreeze. Salt. <laughs> salt yeah, yeah, so yeah they were talking about putting ice kicker on it, <laughs> yeah, so it didn't freeze up. And yeah, it's just that's cold, bud. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, family birthday celebration. Tracy Holloway's wife Jennifer has a birthday uh, today as well. So happy ah, birthday, yeah. Jennifer! Yeah, happy birthday, all Jennifer! These, all these Christmas babies—they had to share their birthday with Christmas, and, right? And that's tough. My granddaughter, her birthday is uh, New Year's Day, and uh, so they celebrated her birthday in November this year, just for you know to separate it up. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right, yeah. No uh, Holl- actual. Christmas birthdays. I I see your point, Dave, and I would love that if somebody in my family had a birthday on Christmas. It's like knock it out, right? You get one gift. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, shout outs. Jim Senior wanted to say Merry Christmas to everybody, and Merry Christmas to you, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. He he called Jam. I know you put that in there, but I was just I was if I have the terminology right for him and uh, you know Jim and Evelyn, mom and dad. There that they're the the original goats is that how you'd say that greatest of all time yeah greatest of all time yeah Yeah. i wanted to give a shout out to everybody so that's awesome i promised him i'd put it in there awesome merry christmas senior merry christmas evelyn yeah this is your shout out as well jim you wanted to give a shout out to chris beam yeah i I mean all of us got aware we're aware of that but uh chris beam he happened to be taking a load into plant 12 and he caught one of our our drivers uh trying to dump sideways on the ramp and and stopped him and uh the video i mean i know it was as bad as it sounds but the video of the truck was literally the cab of the truck was literally fat face south right on the ramp Down and i mean they were face it was facing the sand and all of us have been there yeah. and can't you know, dump like that no i mean south is south and it's bad we're going to talk about that more during the safety topics but yeah shout out to chris beam for Avoiding a tragedy. Yep, heads up. And we we always ask the drivers to speak up when they see something wrong like that. Yeah. Don't don't be shy. It's the family. I mean, look what he saved us. Just, yeah, good stuff. Coleman O'Mara. O'Mara. Coleman O'Mara. 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 I wrote it down wrong. Sorry, Coleman. I know who you are. Shout out. He wants to give a shout out to Vince Meekins for helping him. Shovel out a frozen load last week and teaching him some things at Plant 12. So, good shout out there. Sometimes we learn things the hard way, but sometimes you only have to be shown something one time. And you know well, I tell you, Paco and I were talking last night. Shout out to Coleman because he is doing a great job. Paco's like, he's the quickest guy I've trained. I talked him into dumping once or talked about dumping once and he remembered wow showed him how to get into you know like get into fry or get into whatever plant or whatever and he gets it so Coleman's really picking it up fast we were just talking about him in the office yesterday too the nice thing about coleman is 
he's pretty consistent. He comes in with a smile all the time. Like he's got a good personality, and it's it's not up and down. He's he's pretty steady. So. Good, good. I'd, I'd have to bring it up, and I, hopefully you guys don't correct me. But um, <laughs> something about Vince Meekins, I know he's always been a go getter. I'd have to call that's what I'd call Vince. You know, he yeah. seems like a good driver, but definitely a go getter, hard you know, charger, hard charger. Yeah, and I, I think recently. You know, enough conversations with us, maybe the camera, different stuff like that. But I think Vince has been doing a little bit better at that kind oh, yeah. of stuff. And and uh, I haven't seen him fly out the driveway. You know, <laughs> uh, I think I've joked with him in the past that, you know, he's missing the speed gene. But I think he's uh, he's found it. He's doing a really good job. So thanks, Vince, for helping out, buddy. Yeah, good job, Vince. Amber wanted to give a shout out to everybody. The paperwork is getting better. The course paperwork is getting much better. Keep up the good work. Joanne also concurred on the paperwork being much better. And drivers are getting better at filling in paycom, so there is no need for the JFW or the colored paperwork. And going 100% paperless is her goal. The colored paperwork was uh, the ride-along, the training. It was basically the load sheets, but we had different colors for different things. And... Now, in Paycom, when you punch in or out, you could punch in or out a different job description, basically, so yep. it's easy to track. So Yeah, doing, doing better with all that. I think everybody got, still got some goals, like Joanne saying, yep. and get, get caught up. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You just punch in on your duty status, what you're doing that day. Um, duty status. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yep. Duty status. <laughs> yep. Hey, and then um, I got a couple more, Jim. Um, wanted to give a shout out to your to your dad or, or stepdad there, Wilson. Um, if everybody kind of keep him in in their hearts, he's going in for a not. I almost said open heart surgery, but heart surgery tomorrow. Yeah. So kind of a replace a valve should be routine, but you just never know. So yeah. our thoughts are w- with you, Wilson. Hope you a quick recovery. I appreciate that, Jim. Thank you. Absolutely. And then uh, one more thing, just as a reminder, you guys, and we kind of threw it in. We've been talking about it the last couple of weeks, and I know there will be some people off Friday. Um, uh, just a reminder, too, we're off Monday. Monday we're closed. That is the Christmas holiday for us. That's what Brandon kind of dictated for us. So um, Merry Christmas again. But then next Friday, the 30th, um, looks like the weather's going to be really nice next week, so hopefully we'll be We'll be jamming and working, but we're going to shut down at noon next Friday and have a, a Christmas lunch here for everybody. Yeah. And then uh, that'll be a celebration of the of the year and Christmas, and we're going to have uh, it catered people in. We'll have chairs set up, and hopefully everybody that's here will – I mean, obviously, if we're shutting down at noon, who's <laughs> here can be there, but um, it'll, it'll start off our 2023, yes. uh, you know, Tuesday morning the next week, so – Hope everybody can make it, and uh, please stick around, and and uh, should be a, just a nice afternoon, just a quick lunch and some announcements and stuff. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to 2023 as well. Right, yep. right. It just, yep. like you said, Jam, it's, tw- let's put 2022 to bed. <laughs> you know, it's it's been a quick year and a good year, but let's let's put it to bed. Man, it feels like we've been extra busy this winter I, for, for being in a cement shortage for you know, the supply chain being broken and parts problems and all these things, like, I feel like we're slammed. I, I agree, and I don't know if you look at it, are the problems making us busier? Yeah. Like, it's it's more thought, so it just adds to the pile? Right. Could so, be. Yeah, it's just, it is. But we're, we're busy. I mean, look at today, you yeah. guys. We're, yeah. and, and I know we got a storm coming, but we have all sorts of orders. We we even hauled two loads of, of uh 
material to another customer <laughs> right. um, that we usually don't help out right. that they they called and said can can i'm going to call it this my my air quotes can jfw do its thing and help us out and we did <laughs> yeah so of course because we say yes right it's we, it can be done can do it yeah together we face and overcome absolutely absolutely there's a good quote dave because and then the and then it's hard to remember when we when we are so busy the size we are of what we can you know maneuver around with the trucks mm -hmm. and and get stuff taken care of good just good stuff absolutely you got any more shout outs jim um man i i think i've covered everything jim soup any shout outs i got mm. two more yeah I, i'd have to think i'm sure i could think of something but right okay. off the top of my head no okay as well they wanted to give a shout out to all the drivers that actually understand the work slash job what i mean by this is that many times when I switch up a driver from their dispatch, you can tell when it bothers them. As a former driver, I understand it can be very frustrating when you plan on finishing up your day at a certain time or a certain plant, making X amount of money, or you were just not planning on going to Morrison, for an example. As a dispatcher, I'm focused on getting the loads covered the most effective way without targeting a certain driver. So a big shout out to all the drivers that actually get this and go out and hustle joyfully. Ah, well, well put, Oswaldo. Yeah. You know, yeah, go and hustle the, the loads joyfully. Who is he? Right? Man. Right? I mean, it's it's become tight down there with Randy and Linda and Oswaldo. Yeah, yeah. And, He's a surprise. And, and you helping out and stuff, Jam. Ah. Good, good stuff. I, yeah. I know I've said that like 10 times, but maybe I'm just a little thankful for the year we've had <laughs> yeah it's uh i know you mentioned me jim but really it's it's those three yeah you know that they're they're firing on all cylinders and yeah it's just nice not to have that lingering right now you know, right they're, they're right yeah they're yeah, just I, killing I, it i mentioned you because you could just have been kind of just overseeing trying to pick up the details for me right. and dave and learning that you know sure. i i know super dave you know he's been trying to get some people hired here and really concentrating on it because we we went through we've had a lot of people quit and we've had to let some people go and uh you know you hear the rumors that we fired this person for over this and over this and over that and i wanted to say that it's hard to get fired here at jfw yeah it it yeah. is just hard and we we anguish over the decisions and we we probably cross lines and we do all sorts of stuff but it is when you when you if you're fired here or let go it is never malicious and no matter what the rumor is and you can believe the the driver that got fired if if you want to but if you want to know the truth come have a discussion with yes. us Yes. If you want, we're, we're open about it. We're not going to mention names here on right. the podcast, but if you want to have a discussion with you, uh, with one of us, and we go over the details, and I, I don't know, Jam, Dave, 90% of the time that decision is made to protect everybody. Yeah, it's so funny you bring that up. Uh, I was talking to a driver yesterday, and you know, he expressed that he doesn't feel super comfortable right now. I'm like, well, you know, what does that mean? And he just felt like, you know, I feel like I'm just going to do my thing until I get let go. I'm like, what are you talking about let, getting let go? Like, your name, I was like, I hope you believe that I have my finger on the pulse of almost everything around here. I've never heard your name in a discussion related to being let go ever, not one time in three years. You know, like, not sure where that came from, but 
I assure you it is hard to get fired here. Even if one person wanted to fire you, there's meetings, there's a committee, there's, you know, sometimes it drives me a little crazy, but <laughs> but in the end, it's worth it because one person's opinion isn't, it doesn't always reflect the big picture and what's best for the house, you know? So it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal, and there's a lot of thought and decision-making put in. Sometimes, depending on what happened, you know, somebody did something super unsafe that jeopardizes the house, and we don't have the confidence in that person that they'll be able to change or do it better or learn from their mistakes. Sometimes it's a little bit of a no-brainer for for everybody to make the same decision, but there's been a lot of back and forth, and well, you know, you know, okay, so this person did one thing. What about the last two years, all the good things they did, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, good point. Yeah, I wish I could. You did a great job elaborating, Jam, but I wish I could elaborate more because the, the person you happen to be talking about, which I don't know who that is, you know, are they driving around with no driver's license? Nope. I, no. <laughs> right? Good driver, doesn't have accidents. <laughs> we don't have safety concerns. Yeah, just, Exactly. Are they... Yeah. Are they pointed south at the ramp? Are they, no. you know, have they have they lied about an accident that they had and didn't tell anybody about it? Right. You know, deceitfulness is right. that we're you know it's safety deceitfulness. It's it's the stuff you get let go here because we don't match the creed. If you if you are following the creed, you are a rock star. Yep. Yeah. The thing about it is is sometimes it's not black and white. Sometimes you have to, you know, make a list or whatever. And you know me, I love drawing outlines. I love, yeah. I love things that are cut in stone, you know. Oh, there's no question here. A lot of times it's not. However, sometimes when we look out for everyone's safety, everyone's job security, it is black and white. It, it is when you, usually if it's everybody's safety, <laughs> you're right, Dave. Yep. It, it is black and white. Right. And yet we still... I, ha- I would have to say anguish over the decision. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes, you know, one person on the leadership team may be a little bit more passionate about it. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe their emotions are involved. And when I say they, I mean me, you know, and then people that aren't emotional or passionate about it, they could take a little bit more rational look at what's going on and be like, okay, let's just slow down here and make a, a wise decision, you know? Yeah, I mean that's you you're so right, Jam, and I think that's the great thing about all of us talking about it and you know, I mentioned in just the other day of how many details I wasn't aware of the one person and by the time everybody put all their details in, I'm like, "Okay, we need to do something about this." Right. And I was I was shocked at the at the chances, you know, and we <laughs> right. uh, you know, I I know we've been doing like uh early morning interviews the kind of the culture meetings where we go over different stuff like that. But we, we do a tremendous amount of training also now, the the right. day with JR and out with the trainers and different trainers and, you know, our cameras. And, man, if if, if you're not getting it, this, this isn't where you might be successful. Right. And sometimes it's just not a mean thing. It's just not – you're not going to be successful right. here. It'll be better for everybody, including yourself, if you find success elsewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Got one more shout out. That's from Paco, and he wanted to give Ghost. If you don't know who Ghost is, Ghost is Gilbert Benny. He said, uh, "Shout out to 0068 Ghost for stopping traffic and help me cut out air, cut off air to a leaking brake chamber." So, shout out to Paco too. 
that guy is so cool on his stool. I mean, I've seen him. He had that accident, not his fault, up at Tower Road where the lady just drove into his trailer tires and knocked the axles out from under the trailer. The other day, he's driving around. He ran something over. It put a hole in the brake chamber, which made it lose enough air where, it, where the trailer brake set. You know, he was stopped on I-70 and just so cool and precise and clear on the radio of what's going on, not panicking. Just So shout out to Paco and shout out to uh, Gilbert Benny for helping him out. Yeah, yeah, there's uh yeah, if you wanted to take some lessons about being cool on your stool, Paco's the guy to kind of give you that jam because I I did listen to that conversation. I got in, gave him some pointers and and I, you know, I I think I'm I'm pretty tech savvy, mm-hmm. I guess, or I, you know, you you watch different things, you google it stuff like that. You know, he had to can the, or pin the brake. And I asked, have you ever done that? And I kind of give gave him some ideas, some tips. And he said it was, when I talked to him later, it was tough to hear me on the radio, which which sucks. But I guess I wouldn't even think about it. But he Googled how to pin <laughs> YouTube, a brake yeah. can. YouTubed it, yeah. sorry. Yeah, um, right and, there on the highway. Huh? Right there on the highway. He told me in the office, he goes, I picked the shortest video. So, <laughs> so it was a quick. He right. said, I watched the video. After what you told me, everything made sense on the video. And he said, I, I knocked it out. And I I guess for all of us, the leadership team, sometimes if somebody's in a place, maybe we need to have the driver YouTube, you know, what we're talking about. And there might be a visual aid, you know, about, you know, pinching off an airline or, or caging a brake or, right. you know, there, there there's a tip for everybody. I don't know who the person is to do this, but we should have. And I know, Super Dave, you made a video about uh, checking brake stroke. You know, that was on our website for a while. We should have our own video series and TikTok and all that stuff, but I don't know who the person is. So if you're that person and you want to get involved and create yourself a little side project here at JFW, let me know. We could get some videos. I mean, right off the top of my head, I could probably think of a dozen things that we could... Do a two-minute video yeah. and post it. You know, yeah, and make talk about making Just, us better. Absolutely. You guys. Oh man, uh, you know, yeah. Paco pulling that up on on YouTube to learn that reminds me of the movie The Matrix. I don't know if there's any Matrix fans out there, but when they they, I think it was Neo looked at the gal and says, do you know how to fly a helicopter? And she says, not yet, but I will. And she downloads it and boom, off they go. Right, right. I remember that. Yeah, Dave. Yep. That's funny because I, I was I was worried about Paco just because when I heard he was stuck on the highway, I'm like, oh, let me pull up Sam Sara and see where he's at. I'm like, holy crap. Like, he needs to get out of there. He's blocking traffic, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't have my new Dodge with the light on it yet, but I was like, I should just grab that and go down there but by the time i get down like there's a million things going on and we're trying to figure out what to do but i look at the the i take another still shot and i see him sitting there on his phone i'm like what in the world is he doing <laughs> he's watching youtube <laughs> right right yeah he's just block traffic yeah. watching youtube he's got you know some tip cooking tips up yeah, and so, he's just chilling so to hear gilbert benny was there with them that that does make me happy so good yeah. job guys awesome yeah yeah we joke around here um about getting off the island and paco got off the island yep you know, good stuff absolutely <clears throat> i love that analogy too if you are on the island and you only have a limited amount of resources how are you going to get off the island yep. do you have cell service or not 
Oh, you have like nothing. You're on it. So you isolated can't watch YouTube island. videos. Yeah, yeah no. No, no YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> but he had cell service and traffic, so he was yeah. able to do that. Yeah, that's uh, you know he does a lot of home improvement projects, and he, he says he gets he just watches a YouTube right, video right. on it. I did the same thing when I was it. doing some trim around the house. Yeah, you know this year is where's all the tips? Where's the guys? Right. And there, there's tons of stuff. Oh yeah. All right, <laughs> let's talk about the sub zero temps and the snow coming jim you want to talk about this yeah i can throw some stuff out we've been talking about it for three days here i was on the radio this morning a little bit you know and and i think everybody's a little freaked out about the weather coming i think the the news builds it up there again here's my opinion you know i do think if we can you know shut down for tomorrow and not have to run in it i think that's the best you know like i mentioned freezing brakes, freezing tailgates, you know, the PTOs might not engage, you know, your your power dividers, air ride, there's just a lot ran by the air, supposed to be 15 below tomorrow morning, um, you know, and that's that's clo- cold, it's it's not unusual for Colorado, we've had those days, yeah. I, I think we looked it up last February, we had some really cold days close to those temperatures, but you know, let's let's get through it together and, and uh, you know, let's let's make some plans, like on the on the list here, Try to top off your fuel when you come in so everybody that's listened to it, that just leaves, I don't know if they really condensate anymore, but that leaves no room for your tank to be half empty, the fuel be warm, and then it chills off really quick. The tank builds some condensation. We have fuel filters that are water fuel separators. You know, we grab all that, but if you can fuel, also that's warm fuel not only in your tank, out of our tank, all our fuel's been treated. Mm-hmm. We've we've made sure that. So then you'll be topped off with, uh, you know, warm fuel and, and, and treated fuel, I should say, um, for for tomorrow if we have to run, or for Friday morning when it's still. Did you guys look? Is it still supposed to be like one below, two below to start yeah, off? Yeah, Friday is also going to be a very cold day, but also well below zero. Uh, so tonight, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then Friday as well. Finally breaks out Saturday. It's supposed to be above freezing, I think, like 38 or something on Saturday. But Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I would suggest to everybody, if we're, if we're not going to work or be real slow except for our cooler stuff, um, I was telling Jam and, and Linda and everybody that, you know, when you come in tonight, try to top off with fuel, um, spray your liners down, let's raise the trailers up about the first stage. I, I don't know, I'm going to say four to six feet. Um, the reason I'm asking you to do that is if we are off the next uh, three days or four days, we're having 50-degree days. With above freezing, yes. With above freezing. That snow will melt out. It'll run yep. out. Yep. That's no shoveling. I, Isn't that nice, No right? shoveling. You know, you've also sprayed the bed. Um, so Tuesday morning, you'll be ready to truck, rock and roll. You know, otherwise, I, I probably wouldn't suggest raising the trailers up. So everybody that's listening, let's, let's raise the trailer up. Block the tailgates. Don't block them with your hammers or or brooms or brushes or anything. Let them rest on the dogs. Um, I, I made a suggestion of you know putting the truck in park, not setting the brakes, um, so that let the brakes naturally set when the truck runs out of air. Um, Marty suggested draining your air tanks. Well, if you drain your air tanks, your brakes will set. Yeah. So there's a you know however you want to do it, but the thing is if you drain your air tanks. Either drain them and close them, or hopefully you're the same person that will get in that truck Tuesday morning and you remember your tanks are open. Um, you know, for tomorrow, if we happen to work or even Friday, bring gloves, 
bring that extra hoodie, bring that heavy coat. You may be out in the weather. You know, we may have to we may have to shovel Friday, let's say, and and be prepared. So, um, I did talk to dispatch this morning. I think for tomorrow we'll run it where we call you if we need you to work instead of having people come in. So I guess I'm going to announce that we're probably closed tomorrow. Um, and we'll be contacting you. Didn't you understand it that way, Jim? Yeah, I heard uh, 8 a.m. thrown out there. I don't know. I'm sure um, an announcement will come out later, but I did hear if you don't hear from us by 8 a.m., you're not working. You're, you're not working. And, yeah. and we're, we're doing that. You know, we're trying to – I'm not trying to freak out, but I'm just trying to be safe, or sure. we're trying to be safe and make a plan. Yeah. We don't have – we don't know how much snow we're getting, right? We've heard 1 to 3, 4 to 8, 3 to 5 – and, you know, as, as kind of Colorado people, usually when it's this cold, we don't get much snow. That's, that's my past history in it. Right. Um, It'll snow as the front's moving through the, the cold air colliding with the warm air. And then once that cold air moves in here, that's it. It's, it, it's too cold to actually uh, precipitate or condensate the moisture. Right, Dave? Too, but, too dry, yeah. you know. Um, I think uh, some of the pits are closed. Obviously, you know, I wouldn't want to be a, a cement mixer driver, or, you know, or or uh, try to get that batch plant up and going at 15 below tomorrow. So yeah. let's let's just take a break and, and see where we're at. I, I got to throw this in here, Jim. So many of our guys have not, you know, worked through that type of weather yet. And uh, I have. And I'll tell you, it's it's a struggle. Um, you, if these guys are just learning how to end up, right? I I must tell you, it's a terrible feeling when you raise that trailer up four stages and nothing, nothing. comes out. Yeah, you feel the weight up in the air. Yeah, and nothing. You got you know twenty six tons or maybe twenty eight tons, whatever, and it's stuck. It is mm-hmm. frozen in your trailer. I remember one time we had five of us. Uh, I don't know where we were, but we were delivering like road base or something, and it wasn't even ten below. It was probably only. 10 above but all of our loads were frozen and all of us had to jump in every trailer and we were there for like four hours trying to clean out so it's just not worth it and and it is dangerous you know when you raise that trailer up and you have all that weight in the nose and nothing comes out what do you do well it's a pain you know we were down at douglas county hauling salt one time and uh it was cold it was right around zero and everybody checked their tailgates before we loaded and everything was fine well when we got down there nothing worked sure because it was an hour drive down Mm -hmm. to douglas county um luckily we found uh i asked the guy at the shed do you have a torch or anything he had an electric heat gun oh Oh, it was perfect i ran an extension cord out we heated up everybody's tailgate oh got it all open and we dumped everything out including two calibrees trucks (laughs) but they had the same problem their tailgates were frozen too. Sure, that's Good, awesome. Helping, helping the the brotherhood out, right, Dave? <laughs> well, well, you know, you know we they, haul the white salt and they haul the ice slicer. We all showed up at the same time. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to be out in the cold. Help, help somebody out. No, no. no. There's no competition right then. No. Yeah, and that heat gun was perfect. No, I had no worries about burning the plastic airlines or anything. It was just sure. right. Sure. I mean, back in the day, and we don't do this anymore, but. We had our own little torches we would carry around yeah, with us. Yeah, the little bitty ones, yeah. Yep. I remember driving up to the top of Maybe Berthed uh, with you, Super Dave, and uh, we got up there and my, my brakes froze. I, I don't even think, 
can't remember. I think I pulled my Johnny bar or something, and they they just froze right mm-hmm. there. And we had to heat them up. Yep. Yeah, that's that. The you know the Johnny bar when you crack it like that or set your brakes jam. That's that rush of air through the valves, and it just freezes. You get any kind of moisture, but that 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 rush freezes. I don't know like if anybody. Chill, is, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody's. Uh, how many people have let air out of a big tire, one of our truck tires, but at a certain temperature, the valve stem freezes. It yeah. ices up, huh. yeah. and, and it gets an icicle in it, and the, the tires literally go, you know, it's leaking, and then it goes, and it, yeah. and it pops, and yeah, an icicle shoots cool. out. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's the same thing as setting that valve, you know. It, huh. You got that rush, Dave, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, and then, uh, you know, part of the cold... Uh, discussion here linda has in here for dispatch please watch your dispatch with the sub-zero temps and the holidays coming up there will be many changes for example vara is only open 7 a.m to 12 p.m next week so all next week if we get sent to vara at seven to noon um so sand will be coming out of lg fort lupton when vara closes so we'll switch over to lg in the afternoon when vara closes um, so yeah, and, and, and I know you guys, I, I want to tr- try to throw this out there that, you know, Hey, I'm not working or for the, like you said, Dave, we got 50% of the guys have not been through our winter, you know, and stuff like that, but we're busy. You guys, this is, this is just a break for safety, the best, the best options for us. But if it's nice next week, we'll rock and roll for oh, four, we'll for four s- yeah, for uh, four yeah. days. And again, I know we'll shut down Friday early for our Christmas party or, yeah. or the luncheon. Um, you know, but if if we can get, and I know last year we were busy all through the winter. I know we had those, that cold deal through February that I just mentioned because it, it was cold. But we have more ice or ice to haul. <laughs> we have more salt and squeegee to haul than, than ever yeah. uh, we've ever had a contracted. Yep. Um, we have the CMEX job that's that's turned out to be a good job. Yep. Yep. Always have our coors. We have the you know the all the concrete plants and and yep. uh, you know but when I gotta mention I guess there's always that that but we talk about but when we're working you gotta be here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Grab the loads, get the loads during the week this time of year. You can't if you're not feeling the best, I don't want you to come in when you're sick or dying. But if you're not feeling the best, can you push through that day? Because you might have a day coming up because it's winter time. Yeah, so. yeah I got to give a shout out to Vincent Eliasiro. I was out in the yard checking on trucks this morning, and he comes rolling in, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm feeling pretty sick. I had to stop on the side of the road and and uh, throw up this morning. He goes, but I feel a lot better now. I'm ready to go trucking. <laughs> I'm like, right on. Good for you, Vince. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Sometimes you just need to throw up and, yeah. you, and you feel better. Your body's telling you, get rid of it. Yeah, how <laughs> could you drink more until you throw up, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I just had to laugh because he was smiles. He was all smiles. He's like, yeah, I feel good now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, good. Yeah, I remember kind of like that. We were, we were doing uh, a dirt job for Owens at the west plant out back me and dave were it was kind of a cold day and i was running the blade and dave's like uh i don't know we were talking i'm like ah dave i just don't feel good you know i said i i don't know if i ate something or what i just don't feel good i was a couple hours later i just got out of the blade and threw up on you know on the side of the blade and stuff and dave's like ah do we need to go home are you all right i'm like no i feel good now let's finish up you know we're we're good to go Uh. Oh, Mikey, he wanted to discuss uh, the trucks turning too tightly. Mm. 
Uh, recently, we've had about four or five broken airlines. He had a hoist hose broke off a cylinder, and that hoist hose was also chafing on a deck plate. But he did want to mention, if you do bust a hydraulic line, leave your air valve in the down position to lower your trailer and try to recover as much oil as possible because if you don't do that and you stop your trailer from coming down, that oil has nowhere to go except on the ground. So it'll help with the with the oil cleanup. Yeah, that stuff is just mineral oil. It's not hazmat or anything like that, but it doesn't look good and it is a pain to clean up. So Yeah, know. I mean there's I mean there's your tips and tricks, Jam, that again, you know, Jam, you've driven, you know, big trucks or older trucks. Super Dave, you know, when we started out with the when we got the first hoods and stuff, these trucks are capable of turning so sharp. Yep. So Too you're sharp right too sharp so yeah. you're able to do that but we that's something the truck is capable of doing to get into a tight spot to get into a job site but to do that all the time don't do it you guys just because the truck will you don't want to do that you know right. the jakes are amazing on them so do you need to run them in all three heads <laughs> no Right. You know, we got. Do, you, auto, do you, you need to go down the hill at fifty? No, <laughs> no, right? There, there's all that stuff. So you know, and we've all seen it, especially as many preloads we do. You know, I think about when I've seen a truck when you're turning here in the yard, um, and you're preloaded. I've seen the truck turn so sharp that the trailer tires are kind of laid over. It's leaving black marks in the, in the yard. The trailer, you know, that's too sharp. That truck's capable of doing that, but that's hard on all the tires, on the suspension, on everything. And that's what Mike's talking about. It's too it's too tight on the hydraulics right. and, and the airlines and the the tarp cord and the your power cord. If you have to do that to do go in a job site, look out that back window. Look at your cords, you know, or if you're doing that any place, look at your cords. Don't turn that sharp, you know, especially if you're jackknifing also and you're having to back up. Um, and like you mentioned, you know, if they're rubbing on the deck, make sure they're picked up off the deck. And sometimes if you've got them picked up off the deck, they're pretty tight to make that sharp turn. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just because we're capable, we don't have to do it. Right. Yeah. If I can jump in there, too, there's many instances where you have a choice. Do I do a really tight hook? turn and you know turn super tight or do i pull forward and back up absolutely and Dave. if you can back up and don't do that super tight turn do a little bit of a k turn if you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean there's been a couple of times not that often dave i've just gotten out and unplug like the tarp cord you know like it's the one all the way over to the yeah, side i've had to do that too and just unplug it and then make your turn and plug it back in yeah so what you can yeah, unplug turning, those while you're, you're delivering? Yeah. If wow. you're turning really tight left, I'm mind done. blown. I've, I've taken off the blue glad hand and just left the red one. Yeah, on. you oh. just cho- yeah, that's the closest yeah. one, and you're huh. not stretching that one as far if you're turning left. Yeah. I gotta admit, I've never done that. That's a great idea. So simple. Yeah, but. you just yeah, just check it. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, and I mean that's always been. Well, I mean, I, I've driven. I don't know, I think it drove 0015 for probably six months as a sleeper truck, big old sleeper on it. And uh, But otherwise, when you get back in a day cab, that back window is just so nice. Oh, I mean, totally. Because you can watch everything that's going on. And mm-hmm. driving a sleeper, man, it's it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of the airlines and your, your hoist hose, there's no reason for that stuff to be rubbing on a deck plate, everybody. Yeah. I know it's kind of a pain in the butt sometimes when there's, 
you know, five broken bungee cords on there that are dry rotted and too tight. And, you know, you got to take everything down and start over. But take it down. Go in the shop. Grab some new bungee cords. Make it neat and clean. It'll it'll help you out. Yeah, something that's always worked well for me is use two bungees to tie everything up. One bungee only for the hydraulic. The big hydraulic line is super heavy and it just gives you more traction on that. And then use your second bungee for the electrical in the airlines. I was just going to mention the same thing. One bungee on the, on the hydraulic Dave, right? Yeah. And then let everything else, yep. you know, Wrap bundle it nice together. And yeah, tight. Good, yep. good, it won't good. slip through. Nope. Nope. Good. Good point. Yep. Yeah. I always thought we can't, you know, it would make us so specialized again, but I always thought it was so cool. Super Dave. And we've talked about it over the years when you see the flatbeds, that run their airlines off the very back of their truck to the first rib on their flatbed. So yeah. there's no lines or cables or anything on top of the frame of the truck. It's just so clean. They're just sitting there perfectly. I was like, man, I wish we could do that in dumping. Yeah, where it wasn't so clean. Oh, it's so yeah. clean. Nothing ever rubs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be so cool. But couldn't could you imagine converting a hundred trucks and a hundred trailers <laughs> and trying to get that done? Yeah. Crazy stuff there. You guys want to talk about politics at all? Oh, jam. I have just just a small. <laughs> and it's it's not really politics, you guys. I threw it in there. Um, I mentioned earlier that I was at the county yesterday um, getting some license plates and stuff. And I was uh, happened to be licensing the, the new pickups we got, the new used pickups we got. And the lady's like, hey, do you know anything about the state parks program from last year and I'm like yeah I know that you know the usual state park pass is like 80 bucks and the state was letting us pay $29 if you licensed your car and just added it onto your car registration and she goes yep that's absolutely it but do you know what's going on for this year and I'm like no what what are you talking about so a tip for you guys and and I think it's a great tip so hopefully I can explain it well so for 2023 the state of Colorado is going to automatically throw a $29 fee on your car when you register it. You have to specifically check or tell them that you don't want to pay for it. Otherwise, you're going to be charged $29 for a state park pass automatically with every one of your vehicles. And I was like sitting there thinking about it, and the lady, and the lady helping me was like, okay, so look at it this way. Let's say you have three or four cars in your family. Um, you know, maybe your, your kids drive one or maybe you just have four cars. Can you take, are you taking all four vehicles to the state park when you, when you go? And I'm like, no, we'll probably all be in one. And she goes, exactly. So if you don't check it, if you don't physically check that box denying it, you're going to be charged $29 per vehicle. So then she goes, I'm trying to tell the fleets like us because so we'd have a park pass. And if, if we miss it, we're going to have a park pass on every plow, on every pickup, on every vehicle. And then she mentioned, I hopefully have this right. So where they're grabbing you is every vehicle under 16,000 pounds. 
Wow. So do you 16, know how big? 16,000 jams. So you got to be driving, I don't know, a, a an truck. F550 or right. something, maybe, you know, close to a, a tandem. Otherwise, every one of them. And I, you know, I was telling Super Dave about it. And he's like, well, I don't want Jackie's car licensed for 29 bucks, no, right? No, we take the camper with the fifth we, or the pickup truck. Yeah. Right. I mean, and it's cheap. 29 bucks is a good deal. Yeah, it's a good deal for someone who goes to state parks it, ex- for one vehicle exactly jam so then she brought up and i don't know if this happened or what they're afraid of is she mentioned like avis or or one of the big rental cars if they don't specifically check on every one of their rental cars they're going to pay the state of colorado 29 dollars per vehicle automatically and i'm like holy smoke so i just i wanted to mention it to everybody you know i i I think it's great and I, i i don't know if this is political or just where our state's at on what they're slipping in for 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 all of us to pay when we when we pay enough to license our vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yours because you, you do the state park thing, right, Dave? That's a good deal for your pickup. It is a good deal. Right. Yeah, if you were to like in years past, I believe the annual permit is up to like seventy bucks now. Huh. Exactly, well, super. Yeah. Deal. Yours is cheaper now because I'm paying for it. And I don't go to state parks. Correct. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> They're probably going to make money on that deal. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just guessing, but for myself, you know, or, or, you know, Holly does it here or whatever, but you just, it's nice to automatically renew them. You send a check in and go over it. You're not looking at the fees. It's, oh, you might go, shit, the car was $200 this month. And well, you just pay it. Well, you're just going to assume that the registration fees have gone up because everything else has gone up, right? Exactly. So read the fine print. Yeah. Hopefully they're doing that on all government vehicles too. Do like cop cars get registered? Oh, RT- no. That's a whole different... None of that yeah. ever gets... What about RTD? Do the buses get registered? Yeah, I think that's a whole different program, Jim. Oh. It's kind of like... Well, the, they do have RTD plates. Plates, yeah. Huh. yeah. And uh, the police cars have... Government, yeah, like government, yes. yeah. I PBT, think, any, yes, yeah, I yes. think anything on the government's probably exempt. Yeah. You know, they're just going to get get us to fund it. But I, I just thought to myself, you guys, I, I mean, I should look up how many cars are registered in Colorado. I'm sure that's an easy figure. Or Jam, you might be able to do it while we're while we're looking here. Mm-hmm. But time times twenty nine bucks because there's there's just going to a lot of people that miss it. And yeah. I mean, I mean, I am all for funding the parks. Well, you know, they're a wonderful resource. You know, I, I make a point to get a fishing license for myself and Jackie every year. We might go fishing three times in a year. And she, she looks at me all the time because she's, she's a money saver, right? But yeah. uh, she's like, Dave, do we really need to get these fishing licenses? And, and I say yes, because it, it funds the whole program. It funds fishing and hunting and all of those things that benefit everybody and the wildlife as well right so here's here's my cynical political side dave is i 100 percent agree with you i think i wouldn't even mind paying 29 bucks if it went to our our state parks because colorado is a beautiful state right dave i want it held that way but when one of our officials because none of us in the public will be able to do anything about it when they looked at let i'm going to call it the state wildlife fund and it has all this extra money in it that we paid I bet they pull the money out and go, oh, the state parks don't need it, and they use it for something else that it's not intended for. Mm, that's and what they do. That's what they do, they Dave. Do they've done roads. it. Yep. They do it with the roads. They do yeah, it with anything. I was going to say they won't use it on the roads. So there's 1,879,958 vehicles registered in Colorado. 
that excludes 110,000 motorcycles, but times 29. Can you even read that figure, Jam? I mean, what? $54,518,782. $54 million that hmm. out of all of our pockets. Yeah. You know, I just, and, and like you said, Dave, we're hoping it's, it's used for great things, not, not the wrong thing. Right. You know? Well, damn it, I better be some see, excuse me, see some paved pull-throughs with new electrical hookups and uh, more water connections and better facilities. Right, Dave? That's that's exact. That is Boom. exactly it. I like it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's there's my political, you know, segment. Yeah, when you tell me about that, it's it's just annoying. Like what else do we get hit with? You mm-hmm. know, and I'm all for the parks, I'm all for national forests, I'm all for, you know, nature and beauty and stuff like that, but you know, to just get slapped, slapped those things, it's not, it's not fair. Well, it's not being disclosed, and that's right. my issue with it. Yeah. They need to disclose what to do and why. Yeah. yeah. How about they have to ask you if you would like a discount on a state park pass? Yeah. Instead of 75, you could do it for 30 today. Yeah. 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 And hey, I guess while we're talking about it, you guys, I should say it. So the, na- the lady's name is Kara or Kara. I don't know which way you pronounce it. I should have asked her. Um, but, uh, through our conversation, she's helped me several times, super great county employee, helpful and everything like that. But what come out in the conversation is she is a Colorado native. Oh, wow. And I think that's a, that's a heart of somebody that cares about Colorado right there yeah. to be telling her customers. I mean, she doesn't have to tell me that. No, there's no, there's no reason to she did. explain that. Right. right. But there she is. A rock star at her job, whether yeah. she's a county employee or not. Some, and I, I just, I just know from the conversation, she cares about Colorado and cares about us. Sure. And I, I don't mean us as in JFW. I mean us as including us. We're Coloradoans. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Colorado business. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the anything else for the discussion, guys. Before we move on to safety topics, that'll be a discussion in itself, but. Yeah, I think just let's get through the cold day and 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 be smart about your decisions. I like that. That that's going to tie into my final thoughts, decision making. Perfect. But safety topics of the week. This first one was something you brought up, Dave. Pinch valve do's and don'ts. Yeah, it was brought to my attention um, by one of our trainers, and uh, it's an age-old issue. I mean, uh, probably as long as there's been a trailer break on a truck. <laughs> Um, but everybody knows that uh, trailer brakes, Johnny bars, pinch valves, whatever you would like to call them, are not to be used for parking. They're unsafe because they will release unknowingly. You know, they what? pop off. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I could go into a story from the old days, which Russ and Scooby would laugh at. But <laughs> do you remember that, Jim? At, oh, at I the do. West I, Plant? I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll tell the story. What the heck? It's really funny. So um, at plant 11, we used to just call it the West plant. And we also, the plant that we dumped at is no longer there. They've dismantled it and it's gone. But we would dump on the south side of that ramp. There's a ramp on both sides. On the north side, which is where we dump now. And then on the south side, there was another one. Um, And we would back up and dump our loads in the bin just like we do now. But... Uh, Russ was dumping his load and had left the Johnny bar on and was sweeping his tailgate off after he was done. And Scooby thought it would be a funny thing to do. Great idea. 
he ran from his truck over to Russ's truck and released the Johnny bar and the truck started to roll down the hill. Russ freaked out. He goes flying around the back of the trailer, slips and falls, cuts his knee, rips his jeans, and he was pissed. I don't blame him. No, I don't blame Scooby, him. Scooby was just laughing. So is Scooby in the cab of the truck? Yes. Okay. But so you could, he snuck in there, Jim. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And then he just he just released the Johnny Bar, right. nice and slow. Just, yeah. And the truck just started to roll. And and what part of Dave's story is that side faces the creek. Right. Your oh. truck ended up in the creek. And Dave. we did have that happen. We did it? We over did. the curb, through the fence, and halfway down the embankment. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Not not with Russ because no, obviously. Scooby yeah, stopped guy. it, but you know it was it was a funny practical joke, but not a funny practical exactly. joke. Exactly. Yeah, it was not funny. Yeah, yeah. That's where you you got to look at the big picture. You know, of Russ possibly getting hurt, like he did. You know, cut his knee and he did. all kind of stuff. And I'm I'm sure he was. He had probably go home and change his underwear after yeah, that too. Yeah. Scared the shit out of him. But. Did, did he talk to Scooby for right away, or did I they take a break so. for yeah, a couple of weeks? Talk to Scooby for a month. <laughs> I know right. Russ, right? Uh, but right. that's well. the danger of it. You just don't get out of the truck. And yeah. uh, what I have heard, third party through the grapevine, right? is that some of the drivers are being told, hey, it's okay as long as you're on level ground. No. And it's not okay. And I believe, Jim and Jam, you both can concur. I think the pinch valves have a tendency to release even more than the old Johnny bars did. Oh, yeah. They don't stay down at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm not not trying to take away from the serious conversation, Dave, but, I mean, I have never had a Johnny bar come undone release you know when you cracked it all the way down still i i I never used it for parking or or like that you know what i mean but i i have had the johnny bars release or not the johnny bars the The pinch pinch valves valves. leak off right and so i i I just wouldn't do it to me the johnny bars almost seem like they had like a detent at the very end at the very end it almost like locked in what happened was when that dude's truck went down the hill at the west plant and into the river he hit it with his knee. Mm-hmm. So as he was jumping out really quick, he hooked the right. yep. hooked yep. the little lever with his yep. knee and pushed it, and it Could, popped off. Sure. And I um, on the old Johnny bars, the one we used to pull. I know on the round cap where the bar went in, it said "not for parking." Oh yeah, is what it right. said on it. Do the pinch valves? They do. Oh, do yeah. they, they say, say that yep. on the pinch Print, valve? I yep, don't remember. Printed right on it. Ah, okay. Yeah. It is so dangerous. I mean, what are you going to do when you're on the ground and that truck starts rolling? So here's another story that the trainer told me. He was a union plant, and this is something really, really important for everybody to know if you don't know it already. Um, the driver got out to dust his tailgate off using the pinch valve and forgot to put the truck in neutral. Mm. So when you pull your brakes out, you set your brakes, the truck auto-neutrals even if you still have it in drive. Well, when you just have your Johnny bar set, it does not auto neutral. The truck started driving away and dragging the trailer with it. (laughs) And um, the guy that was talking to me, he was dumping across the yard from the other guy. He actually stopped the truck because the other guy couldn't run up in time. The other guy was too far back. He was at the back of his trailer. So that's super dangerous. The truck started to drive away. Man, Dave, I just kind of like peed my pants and forgot my name just with that story. It yeah. just scares me so bad. Makes me. Uh. We had a we had a driver that used to work here, 
and uh, he ended up going over to GNZ. GNZ used to have a, a yard over in, uh, what is it, Kenisburg, right? And they used to park on top of this hill. And I don't know if he forgot to set his brakes or he pulled a Johnny bar, but the truck rolled down the hill into their shop. Like through the, yeah. Through the building. Through the building, yeah. <laughs> Man, Jim, just the... Yeah, just everything that would, could, or ha- happen, you know what I mean? It, yeah, and just tight. over my my years of experience, it just it just scares me, you know? Yeah. When it, yeah, maybe when I was careful. 20, I would like, ah, like Scooby, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> playing that joke. At that time, it used to not be funny. It's just not funny today. Don't worry, Russ. I'm going to get Scooby back for you. <laughs> I probably do. I torture Scooby every day. He's just Russ was sore, and Scooby was just laughing. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember him tearing his pants, Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. he wiped out. You know, talking about the Johnny Bar and breaks and the cold weather and snow coming in. Don't forget last year down at Plant 39. Maybe it wasn't last year. It was, plant it was, last, it was year. last year, right? Yeah. We had a driver oh, stop, yeah. set his brakes on on some snow or i should say some ice, ice. and uh the, the truck didn't hold it. it it went back it slid into the truck in front of it yeah caused a significant amount of damage to that front grill right. yeah i can't remember but, how many thousands but, of dollars it was I, but i gotta say did he set both the tractor and trailer brakes jim uh, i think he just set the, the tractor brakes Correct. you know but it was so slick dave i mean who knows maybe that would have saved it but careful where you're stopping don't don't set your brakes on a grade and think you're going to be okay. And you gotta you gotta be situational aware. What if he was standing in between those trucks and was facing the tailgate of the other truck? Oh I mean, my God, Jim. he'd be See? dead. You know, yeah, so it's, it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And not to not to it do, it doesn't matter. But because as we think about it, I don't think it was last year. I think it was the the beginning of. 2022 you know what i mean right. the spring oh yeah it was in like that cold snap in february <laughs> exactly so it was still this year but it, right. d- it doesn't matter it happened last season yeah last, last season. season yeah yeah the yeah the 2022 spring snow season uh. <laughs> but yeah you you're right if somebody's standing there jamming i guess that's with so much with we do what we do and i think when you're younger you don't you know, it's like, I don't know, a quick example of going out and drinking when you're younger. You know, you, you don't, you bounce back and you don't think about it the next day. Right. If I go out drinking now or, or have three or four drinks, I'm like, I'm dying the next day because yeah. of my age. And same thing on your safety stuff. It's the what if. Yeah. What does what yeah. your actions lead to that you're, you know, you the comments you might say to your wife or your child or your significant oh, other, or, yeah. you know, and, and, and with age, I think you learn that and, and you look at it. And we're, we're asking you guys every day, look, look in the future. Yep. You know, and and I know you're going to come to it, so I won't uh, at your closing stuff, Jam. Yeah, I won't. I, I know you're going to talk about decisions, and I, I don't want to take that away. My closing so, arguments. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, they were thoughts. Closing thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. I thought it was closing <laughs> <Final> arguments. Thoughts, <laughs> right? Jim coined so, that phrase. <laughs> so we won't talk about my my stick figure. Oh <laughs> uh, no, your, your considerate stick figure. People, yeah. yeah, yeah, that is so yeah. funny. Yeah, oh, if anybody, I, I have more of that gal. Right, she is hilarious. Yeah, if anybody gets a chance, they can. I have a tick or a tick, <laughs> a TikTok, a yep. uh, little video on uh, putting your shopping cart away that so I ran great. across it. That's pretty funny, you guys. What so was great. her name? T 
Tina? Tina. I think it's Tina's talk. Yeah. So yeah. you might be able to search it, but she's, she's talks about being considerate and then she leads into the shopping cart. Yeah. You know how Jim feels about the shopping carts. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so does she. I have a friend. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> I was thrown off because she's a very like conservative looking. Not nice lady. Person. She yeah, starts she it off. Like a and nice then, yeah. soccer mom or something. Yeah. And then she yeah. starts throwing out these cuss words. And yeah, I was then, like, whoa. The, uh, the F bombs and her little <laughs> yeah. white chart. It's a good, it's funny. Yeah. I hear, I had play and I had Bella with me. <laughs> it's not, you know, the, the, the S word comes out first and Bella just looks at me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Honey. And then the F bombs start. I'm like, <laughs> yeah i sent it to jam on sunday and I, I sent it and then i don't know was it right away jam i'm like oh this is not sunday appropriate yeah don't. we were just leaving church on the way to the car wash and man yeah i'm sending him it's sunday stuff oh yeah another tip and trick uh oh no safety topics dumping on a ramp so we started to cover this earlier uh we did let a driver go this week for setting up sideways on the ramp over at plant 12 uh, if it wasn't for Chris Beam, he would have dumped yeah, that Yeah, can I clarify that? This driver has had more than just that yeah, issue. I he I was hauling overweight <laughs> without a permit. Yeah. He he had a lot of things going yeah, on. Yeah, he led a loader up at Morrison, put their bucket into the to the aluminum trailer to dig some material out. Ended up with damage in the top rail. That's like $3,500 to fix it, not even replace it. So, yeah, this was a straw that broke the camel's back, but... Who showed you that? Who taught you to dump sideways on a ramp? I know Ray was his trainer. Ray doesn't dump like that. I know when he's at the plant, nobody else is dumping like that because we would hear about it because they would be laying on their side most likely. So who showed you that? You know, you just made a decision to, to do that on your own, and that's just unsafe. You know, if the loader was on the south of you or somebody was walking around and you tipped the trailer over and it landed on a piece of equipment or somebody that's a big deal. It's a big deal just to damage our equipment, but you start getting other, you know, life and limb involved. It's it's just dangerous and it's bad decision making. We're back to those decisions. That was a bad decision where we didn't have the confidence in this driver to to do the job the proper way. So, you know, you gotta be facing south on a ramp on a ramp. Otherwise, the tire that's on the lower side of the ramp, you're just uneven and yeah. your trailer will tip over. I mean, to me, if you want to tip a trailer over, that's a pretty way, pretty good way to do it. Yep, that's absolutely. And, and Jam, I think the comment was made that I wasn't going to dump like that. Or <laughs> I was going to get a spotter or whatever. I was going to get out and look, I think was a comment. So look at what? <laughs> that's Yeah, that, that's where I'm leading, Jam. Right. You, don't, you don't even... You, you shouldn't even be in that position. Right. It should never, you, you shouldn't even park like that, yeah. <laughs> right? Not that you're going to tip over, but why even sit like that? Yeah. You know? Why set up like that? I yeah. wasn't going to dump like that. Well, what are you setting up like that for? It makes zero when, sense. When, when you don't have to. Yeah, there's, there's no, no reason for it. Yeah. yeah. No, especially when you, you just loop around the ramp, you drive around the pile, pull pull down the ramp forward, send it up right next to the pile, boom, you're done. How easy is that? Yep, yep, yep. And and then you talk about, you know, a new driver, I don't know, how many, how many weeks was he here, Super Dave? Five weeks. Five weeks. So he also was hauling overweight with no permit. I know. He goes, well, everybody. Like not just 85,000. No. I mean, he was heavy. Yeah, he was, he was like he had an overweight permit. Exactly. Yeah. And you know the trainer went over it. You know JR went over it. You know, it just, yeah, it's just, it's a bummer that yeah nice guy though if you ever talk to him yeah you know, yeah that's nice the guy. i guess that's the success where we we can't take that chance and 
wish him the best. Yep, no doubt. Tips and tricks. Chris Beam sent in another tip, and he said, especially on bad weather days when you're cleaning off your tailgate, bring back paper towels and some spray and get your taillights. So what he's talking about on weather days, your taillights just get so dirty from kicking up the dirt and the salt and the snow, you can't really see them anymore. So it's a good idea to give give those a wipe while you're back there. Yeah, I thought that was a great tip, Jim. And, um, you know, kind of the evolution. We used to have all the taillights in your in the, I don't know, where the spreader lip would go. Right. Below the, mat- the, below the tailgate. Yeah. The, the material used to dump across it. So we always were wiping our lights off. So then we moved them up into the tailgate, which eliminated that part of it. You know, not, they're not filled with squeegee or, or right. road base. They're not or, pushing in. Right? Uh, right. Yeah, being pushed in by the load, all that stuff. And then, and then I, I just want to talk quickly about it is, you know, we used to have, I think the word is condescent, but an, a normal tail, like not, not an LED. They all produce heat. And I, I've noticed that with over-the-road trucks, you know, all that through the years is when everybody goes to LED, there is absolutely no heat mm. in the bulb, so they don't melt the snow off. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, in the in the weather, I've been behind so many trucks where you can't tell that their that their tail lights are on or brake lights or anything. So, along with Chris's tip here about getting dirty with road spray, if you're running in some pretty heavy snow or weather, wipe them off once in a while because they're they're not going to melt off. Mm-mm. You just wanted to. That's funny too, Jim. I was thinking about that the other day. Those low, I don't know, power LEDs because a, a tail light on a truck. Has, we'll just, I'm making it up because they do come in all different sizes, but let's yeah. just say it has 12 lights in it. Mm-hmm. But you get a high power LED, like a headlight, or I've got some pretty powerful flashlights at home that are about, um, you know, 6,000 lumens for one flashlight. Holy cow, do they make heat. They have heat sinks built into them right? because they, they make so much heat. Right, Dave? So that's the... Is that just the aluminum? Aluminum, yeah. It's the <laughs> lumens. lumens. They are just <laughs> from so that, powerful. Yeah, yeah, from that single little that bulb tiny that you're talking little square to like a flashlight or a headlight, right? Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't build. And I know there's a little heat there, but not not Nothing. to melt snow. No, it won't melt snow. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. I know Ray's was good. I, hopefully, yeah. if you guys think of something during the week, please let yeah. Jam know. Let us know. And anything helps, you guys. Something we can pass on. Everything helps, for yeah, sure. That's true, Jim. Everything <laughs> sure helps. does. Yep. Right. Soup, you want to hit us with the high road hauling? Oh, I'd love to. I uh, I really like this high road hauling because it, it touches everybody. Because um, <laughs> everybody enjoys to to spread it. Everybody joys, enjoys listening to it as well. But... Uh, Here you go. Here's why you should not gossip. Have you ever gossiped about anything, you guys? All the all the time. I (laughs) I I I tested Linda's. I tested some gossip on Linda last week, right, with the gifts, and then I asked her this week, and she told me my gossip was wrong, and then everybody's telling me that she played me, and I believed her gossip. So I still think Linda's big heart won out is where I'm where I'm lost. I think I got I think I got she's putting the cover up out there, huh? <laughs> right. I think I got Linda eyesed or something there. Yeah. Well this is just a um kind of like a moral of the story thing. So in ancient Greece, Socrates had a great reputation of wisdom. 
One day, someone came to find the great philosopher and said to him, Do you know what I just heard about your friend? A moment, replied Socrates. Before you tell me, I would like to test you the three sieves. The three sieves, the other man asks. Yes, continued Socrates. Before telling anything about the others, it is good to take the time to filter what you mean. I call it the test of the three sieves. Sieves, sorry. The first sieve is the truth. Have you checked if what you are going to tell me is true? No, I just heard it, the man said. Very good. So you don't know if it is true. We continue with the second sieve. What kind? What that of kindness? What do you want to tell me about my friend? Is it good? Oh, no. On the contrary, the man said. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Very good. So you don't know if it's true. We continue with the second sieve. What that of kindness? What you want to tell me about my friend? Is it good? Oh, no. On the contrary, he said. So, questioned Socrates, you want to tell me bad things about him, and you're not even sure if they're true. Maybe you can still pass the test of the third sieve, that is, of utility. Is it useful that I know what you're going to tell me about this friend? No, no, not really, the man said. So, concluded Socrates, what you were going to tell me is neither true, nor good, nor useful. Why, then, did you want to tell me this? Gossip is a bad thing. In the beginning, it may seem enjoyable and fun, but in the end, it fills our hearts with bitterness and poisons us too. Yep. And the quote this week um, is a good one. I really like this. A good character is the best tombstone. Those who loved you and were helped by you will remember you when the forget-me-nots have withered. Carve your name on hearts, not on marble. And that was spoken by Charles Spurgeon, who lived from 1834 to 1892, and he was an English preacher. Mm. Oh, I love that. The three sieves. Is yeah. it good, useful, and true? Maybe not in that order, but I love that. Yeah. And just a reminder, if you, a lot of people don't realize this is gossip, but if you bring problems to people that can't solve them, it's basically gossip. <laughs> so yeah that's you know so if you got so a problem true. if you're driving around and you got a problem something going on in jfw and you get on the radio and you just complain about it no yotis uh just bring it to somebody who could help you just come to super dave brother dave jim myself one of the safety directors jr cat pat kendrick all these guys scooby we all got hearts and we all want to help you and we can help you otherwise it's just gossip it's just Trying to get people to, to buy into your problems. So keep that in mind. And, and is the word humble, am I using that correctly, Jam, where you, you just admit if you've made a mistake? Just, oh, yeah. I mean, just, just let's get it out in the open. Let's, not, let's try not to make excuses, but I, you know, I messed up or I did this. I don't know what I was thinking. Can you help me with this or I would like to fix it? Or Yeah. Then you're, then, yeah. And, and then you got to go to the source, kind of like you're saying, that can fix it. Yeah. You know, either either tell you the truth, fix, test the three sieves, or 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 get it fixed somehow. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna try to be mindful of that moving forward, Super Dave. True, useful, and good. If it's not, yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't want it coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So, 
just before you say anything, it would take a while, yeah. but run that test yeah. on, on, on so much of what we do. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm sure our, our creed incorporates that somewhere. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Final thoughts. Anybody want to go first? I'll jump in first. It's based on the, the story that I just read. It's kind of neat. I always think about this. Socrates lived in ancient Greece. Okay, huh. I don't know exactly when, but I'll just say maybe 2,000 years ago, maybe 3,000 years ago. But isn't it funny how the same thoughts or the same things for good good human beings, that it still rings through thousands of years later. Mm-hmm. And these things are still true of moral, of thoughts, of you know all of the things that make people good or make people bad. And uh, it's just neat the way history does govern that or repeat itself or whatever. And it, I mean, this is really not here nor there, but I just think it's kind of a neat thing. Uh, absolutely, just very true. Absolutely right, Dave. Very. You look back at statements, just like we talk about Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. What was that? Oh, 100 yeah. and, 180 years ago or whatever. Some of the statements, or 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 uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. You know, some of the stuff there. And yeah, perfect. Perfect yeah, point, Dave. It's it's cool to think about, and and That's why I'm a history buff. Yeah, and they're, fa- they're basically faced with the same things then yeah. as we are now. Yep. It just doesn't change because as humans, we're we're not perfect. Yeah, and we continue it's with the faults. The human condition. Huh? Yeah, as they yeah. say. Absolutely, absolutely. So you want me to jump Either in? Um, Jam. So if I ask you, what's your What's your definition of, of Christmas? What, is, what does Christmas mean to you? What, it, what is it about for you? Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> well, it's not about gifts. I'll tell you right, that much. Right? Yeah. Right? And what, what is... Because you're... you're it's, it's, I'm, not the, I'm not that I'm not religious, but you are more versed in it than I am. So what, what is Christmas supposed to be about? The birth of Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah. Right? <clears throat> A- absolutely. So I, I wanted to kind of address that a little bit and not, not get too religious. It's possibly like getting too political. I right? appreciate that, though, because it's really been bugging me this season. You know what I mean? Just I love gifts and gift giving is cool, but when it becomes about gifts... We lose sight of what it's really about. So thank you for doing this. Absolutely, Jam. And I guess that's what I, I wanted to do something about the season. I mean, we're, we're a few days away from, from Christmas, right? So I wrote down some, some quotes here, and I think they're so you know, meaningful, I guess. And uh, so the first one here is, the great challenge left to us is to cut through all the glitz and glam, like you mentioned, Jam, mm-hmm. um, of the season that has grown increasingly secular and commercial and be reminded of the beauty of the one who is Christmas. So mm-hmm. I liked that. Okay. Yeah. Good, good start. So, and then, and then faith is salted and peppered through everything at Christmas. And I love at least one night by, and I love at least one night to be by the Christmas tree to sing and to feel the quiet holiness of that time that's set apart to celebrate love, friendship, and and God's gift of the Christ child. Mm. So good, you know, still, you know, pull the Christmas tree in, do all that stuff, but remember that yeah. Christ child, you know, like like that. So um, uh, the giving of gifts is not something man invented. God started the giving spree when he gave the gift beyond words, the unspeakable gift of his son. Okay. Which I'm, I'm I like that. can't. 
there it is right right out in front and mm. and the last one's a little a little goofy here but i thought it's something we could we could all think of so when we were children we were grateful to those who filled our stockings at christmas time why are we not grateful to god for filling our stockings with legs oh man so just just something to end that on i love that, about that. and don't forget about the gift of grace I mean, that's ah. something you can't earn. It's just given to you. So, yep. yep yeah. absolutely. That's awesome, man. I love your final thoughts, Jim. Yeah, thank you. My final thoughts uh, bring me back to a church I used to go up in Lafayette by Super Dave's house, Flatirons Church. There was uh, the, the, the head pastor there. His name is Jim Bergen, and he used to say, you know, there's always two deals on the table. Which one are you going to pick? You know what I mean? <clears throat> you got to put some thought into, you got to start with the, the ending in mind. Okay, if I pick this deal, what could potentially happen to me and to my life? If I pick this deal, I'm pretty sure things are going to go go my way. So the other thing he used to say, and this just has always resonated in me when I'm, when I'm thinking about things, because believe it or not, I haven't always been an angel, right? <laughs> he used to say, we are all just one bad decision away from blowing up our entire lives, right? And you, you think about that, man. One, one thing that you do, one decision you make could just really be a, a pivotal moment in the wrong direction for you. So choose wisely. When you have those two deals on the table, really think about which one you're going to pick. We talked about that yesterday, Jim, and sometimes you do get a second chance, right? Second chances are great. You know, you can pick your, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and try it again. Right. Other times you cannot. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I said I would, I would wait, you know, cause I knew that's where you were going jam and me and you had a great discussion about it. And super Dave, I know you were part of that. And, and, and like you mentioned, Dave, you know, it's not that we can't, we can't make a decision and it be a mistake, just like you're saying, Dave, and, and fix it. You know, there is that thing. But when me and you talked about it, Jam, I can think of I think of two people here that made some made some poor choices. But that that choice, that step is leading to their life literally blowing up. Yep. And 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 you know, same thing I guess little scale, because life to me is possibility of losing your significant other what happens to your kids you know your house um losing automobiles um i mean that's that's blowing up an addiction right. um you know uh, uh might DUI. be a, D, a dui yeah, yeah, behind uh, the wheel right you know the the decision of 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 cheating on your significant other or those are things that they blow up right right, right. you know some of the stuff we talk about let, let let's simplify it go back to Turning the truck too sharp, okay? <laughs> right. That's a decision. That truck's going to blow up. The, the, the wires and the cables and the hose, they're going to blow up, okay? We can fix that, right? right? That, that's, that's, a, that's a decision. That's a but, mistake. Yeah, that's a mistake, right? Yeah. But, but Jam, when we had that, that talk about the decision of a couple of people here that, you know, and, and, and I don't, we're, we're trying to help, but... Guy, I'm saying guys, so that goes for the gals, guys, everybody here. Yeah. Just take that moment and think about about your decision yeah. and where it'll leave you. Because all of us, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I can make some decisions that blow blow JFW up, right? <laughs> right? And yeah, we we have put 
If you work at JFW, you have put your trust in Jim and Dave and the leadership team that the right decisions are going to be made for you. Yeah, so and, to- and yeah, Jim. So when, whenever I do, I do anything. I think I have to think of everyone, and I, and I'm not I'm not using that as to brag or anything. I I can't just think of Holly and my and my girls and my my son in laws. I have to think of everybody. I, 150 more families. Yes, because yeah. I don't I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to have that on my shoulder. But also, if I can make the right decisions, look where it leads us. You know, right. all of us, and and hopefully. It might not be fast, but hopefully, and and I have me and Dave have you guys to help with those decisions. You know, at the size we are, which is I'm so blessed to have. Yeah, and keep in mind, I mean, when nobody's perfect, right? This isn't no. to say, you know, I'm talking to myself here too. You know, this isn't to say that we got to walk around perfect. Cause no, no, you're setting yourself up for failure there, but. When it comes down to the decision-making, and I've said this quote before by Andy Stanley, based on my past experiences, my current situation, and my hopes and dreams for the future is the decision that I'm making wise. That, you can't <laughs> simplify it. But, I've, had, I've heard that before, Jim. You've, I just yeah. love Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I read these quotes, and I look them up on the internet, but I cannot pull them off the top of my head like you do. Well, That's awesome. You know how I remember that, Dave? Because I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life, and I got to the point where, kind of like the three sieves, I want to ask myself before I talk about somebody, is it good, is it true, and is it useful, right? I've been in situations where I got to make a decision, and I got to say, I've made this bad decision before, and it ain't wise, and I'm not doing it again, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, and it, yeah. it's as simple as, Super Dave, like a DUI, that decision to go drink and drive. You know, if you break it down to just yeah. that simple of stuff, and, and yeah, there's so much stuff that affects all of our lives you know, personally and out in the yep. out in the world. Yeah, one moment. Yeah. That decision is made in a moment. Yeah. And yeah. it could affect you for the next whatever for, years for, you're alive. Forever, Dave, yeah. possibly. You know, I just thinking of you spitting that out, you know, is it is it truthful? Is it good? Is it useful? You could almost just break it down to useful mm. because if it's not good, it can't be useful. Right. And if it's not the truth, it still can't be useful. So what you're doing, is it useful? You know, I, I mean, I guess I'm thinking of the couple of people that are that are struggling right now, and what they did was it. What they did is it useful? Huh. Pro- yeah. No, Jam, it wasn't right. So, yeah. Super Dave, it wasn't useful. I, I don't know. You just <laughs> to be able to stop and think sometimes in in certain situations is so hard. Yeah, you know, and that and I guess that's based with on our safety stuff for it our is. trucks is that's related to speed. You don't have time to think about it if you're if you're trying to back in your spot too fast. If you right. didn't do your pre trip, if you didn't do your post trip, go go set your brakes, get out and look, and you could do that with your life as well. <laughs> Absolutely, like, hold up, let me let me get out and look at what yeah. I'm doing real yeah. quick. Yep. Uh, it yeah, it comes down to hindsight. Hindsight is always twenty. Always twenty. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd you think, oh man, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, so I get, you know, I know we're talking about personal stuff, but this weekend, I, I don't know, me and Holly were doing something, and I, and I was just an ass to her, you know, right. all, all, all it, it, the plain and simple, you know. Right. And later that night, she just, you know, 
thank God she ignores me. <laughs> it's because you've been together for 30 years. <laughs> right, right, Dave? Yeah, like I said, thank it's God. same with me and Jackie. She, she ignores me, you know? Her head. And, and later that, that night, I was just like, you know, Holly, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, for what? <laughs> like, for being an asshole. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, just that that plain and simple. Uh-huh. You know, but that's that's a whole... that. That's a whole age thing, and like you said, Dave, being yeah, with your is. partner for so long, it is because you because you yeah. learn, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm I, I said it last week. I think I said it on the deal. I said it just a little bit ago. I'm blessed, and and in so many ways. Yeah, I'm gonna tell a little funny story about me and my wife real quick, and then we'll get out of here. I know final thoughts are usually pretty final, and they're pretty serious sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, if you don't know, I have trouble sleeping. Right, and uh, it's been recommended that I go get a sleep test, you know, and a sleep study to see if I got sleep apnea or what's going on. And it's just weird. I wake up this week. I woke up at eleven thirty one night, and then I'm up until like one thirty. I woke up at like twelve thirty today, you know. And sometimes it's to use the restroom real quick, but sometimes I just wake up and I'm up and I feel rested (laughs) until I fall back asleep, and then got to get back up for work, and then I'm tired. So. You know, yesterday I woke up, I think it was 12, and I finally put it together. It's our bedroom's the hottest room in the house. You know, Bella's bedroom is probably the coolest because it's downstairs. So it's pretty warm in there. And I woke up, you know, at like 12:30, and I got my blanket on me, and my wife put her blanket on me. We have separate blankets, just mm-hmm. it's more comfortable, right? We do too, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. so, it's the hot thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I was like sweating because I have these two damn blankets on me, right? This morning I wake up and my wife has my blanket and I have no blanket, right? So, so anyway, were, you, were you cold then, Jim? So, so I might have been a little cold, right? Or fighting over a blanket, I'll, I don't know. So this morning my wife asked me, she's like, how'd you sleep, baby? And I just shook my head and I was like, oh, not too great. And she's like, you just need to go and get that sleep test. I'm like, No. You just need to leave me the F alone while I'm sleeping because I think it's you waking me up. So <laughs> might have been the start of a slight argument, right, Jeff? No, she was she was laughing so hard. Oh, gotcha. She gotcha. was crying. Yeah, yeah. It was it was said in, in fun, but like sure, sure. I don't need a sleep test. I need to just be left alone while I'm sleeping and I bet I'll sleep better. Yeah. Either putting your blanket on me or taking mine. It's yeah, it's funny. So Yeah, the whole blanket thing, you know, like you both mentioned. So we have one at the bottom of the bed that I don't pull up but Holly pulls up then she's added another blanket recently that's on her side that she pulls up you know <laughs> yeah. and, and kind of like you said at some point Jim like if I get hot or something then I'm really cold so then I'm trying to pull all these blankets yeah. up you know and right. yeah it's sleeping is overrated <laughs> too funny yeah well good thing because we don't get much <laughs> exactly anyway there's a final thoughts and a little personal story about my sleeping habits everybody have a great day and a great week we'll see yeah you oh wait we got to say the creed before we oh yeah oh, that's right yeah. Yeah. yep yeah see i do remember some things yep that's good right. job <laughs> right together we face, face and, and overcome all that stands before us together we are accident free Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. Holy moly. Yeah. Boy. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, also, everyone. Yeah, have a good week. Thanks, Same everybody. Week.